Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Talking Schmodown. We're here with episode number 60, and we're going to be talking about uh, some of the announcements that have been dropping on the YouTube uh, channel for season nine. We're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the upcoming pay per view. Uh, and uh, there's also something else that uh, I want to address. So uh, thank you, first off, for joining me uh, on this brand new episode of Talking Schmodown. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at uh, MovieBlogMerk. That's where you can follow me for all of my shows there. Be sure to like and subscribe on the YouTube channel uh, and uh, leave reviews on the uh, podcast channels if that's how you listen as well. That'd be fantastic. Helps me out quite a bit. And uh, it lets me know that you guys are enjoying what you're seeing, what you're hearing. All right. So the first thing that I want to uh, address on this episode is uh, something that has been going on for the last like couple of weeks um, within the Schmodown community. So uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to uh, hide names or anything like that as far as the who did what. Um, ben Goddard uh, was outed for see how how to put this using women uh lying to them uh abusing them in their trust um a lot of real shady tactics uh a lot of what he did sounded kind of like grooming um if you want to if you want to go down that route uh and it started off one person came out and talked about her experience uh, with this then another person came out then two more came out one of them being a friend of mine uh, and I knew that she had had a falling out with Ben way back uh, in the day uh, like before he became Schmodown famous and everything like that um, he was I think just really just on like SEN at the time and but I didn't know about a lot of the other stuff that was going on and it disgusts me, everything that I heard, everything that I found out. Um, I never really liked Ben in the first place. Um, he was an all right player, but he, as a person, he always kind of, he always presented himself with an air of, uh, of arrogance. And it, it never sat well with me. Um, I, I had no idea the other stuff that was going on was going on. But uh, it, thankfully, the you know Christian and, and Skybound and them they they took it upon themselves to make sure that he is no longer part of, uh, you know, he's not part of the Smodown, he's not part of SCN anymore. Um, and I, I just want to say that you know I, I I fully support these women who had to go through this this, this abuse. Really, is what it is. Um, and I don't care who out there wants to disagree. You can fuck yourself. I really don't care. Um, I support these women. And uh, I want them to know that they are heard. That they are seen. And it, I, I will not stand for this kind of shit. Uh, if I see anybody. If I hear about anybody. Pulling shit like this. You will get called out. Um, so you know. Clean up your clean up your act people. Like it's ridiculous. You know. If you want to. If you want to go out. And you want to have fun. You wanna you wanna sleep around? That's fine, but be honest about it. Don't be a fucking dick bag. Plain and simple. I think that's how everybody should live their life in general. Don't be a dick bag. I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb. What do you guys say? Uh, but yeah, so 
I just wanted to address that up the top, and uh, you know, then we're gonna get into everything. So, once again, don't be a dick bag. Treat each other with respect. Uh, if you want to go off and have relations with people, hey, go ahead. But respect these people enough to be fucking honest, and don't use them. Don't uh, don't threaten uh, to expose things. Don't make people hide shit because you. Don't use your power. That's a big thing. That's a big part of what it is. It's a power dynamic. Don't use your power to get women to do what you want. It's like, no, that's fucked up. And you know it's fucked up. You know, uh, he took himself off of, from what I understand, he took himself off of uh, social media his Social media, and his stream. He's not doing any streaming for a while. I don't know how long that will last. But uh, hopefully he will learn and he will change and grow from this uh this experience and i hope that uh, all the women that have been affected by this uh are able to heal and move forward uh you know in you know, in the coming weeks all right so we're gonna get into some uh some good schmodown stuff that's been going on oh, all right a lot of stuff a lot of stuff going on um let's see we're gonna start off a big reveal about the future of the schmodown is coming at the pay-per-view christian was on uh, a recent episode of the rundown talking uh, to Brad and uh, PLD, I believe about some of the stuff that's going to be coming. And apparently there's a big reveal coming for the, for the pay-per-view. So you don't want to miss this. If, uh, if, if you're not a patron, I highly recommend 12, the $12 tier, you know, you get all the pay-per-views, you get other special stuff, get it. You know, if you can afford it, I highly recommend it. You know, it, I've had it for quite a long time, uh, almost since the, the beginning Really, I think I may. I think there may have been like one month that I didn't have it uh, at the beginning. Um, so definitely, definitely get that if you can. Um, otherwise, you know, make sure to check it out once uh, it does hit YouTube, which I think will probably be like a week or so after. So just be aware there's going to be spoilers. You know, people are going to talk. So if you're not if you're not going to watch it, you know, when it comes out, just just be aware. Uh, Christian, uh, also addressed some of the Reddit leak stuff that happened, uh, which I gotta say that Reddit leak was, was hilarious. There was a lot of funny, funny shit on there. Um, even Christian was laughing about it. He thought it was, it was brilliant, you know, and, uh, it, it was, it was good, but what wasn't good was the way certain people in the community were trying to blame competitors, uh, and people who work for the Schmodown for doing this and the person who did this doesn't work i i i wholeheartedly believe that they they don't have anything to actually do with the shimono they just wanted to do something fun and see what happened and sure shit something happened um but people attacking the competitors other competitors going after each other blaming each other and it's like no like that that can't happen like that kind of shit needs to needs to stop you know, the toxicity in, in these fandoms, not just the Schmodown, but in all fandoms. It just, and you guys need to calm it down. Like, I, I understand loving something. Trust me, I love the Schmodown. But to start attacking people because of it, no. If you find yourself attacking others because of your love for something, well, then you're not really showing that love. I don't know what, what the hell you're, you're doing, but it sure as hell is not that, so has nothing to do with your love of something when you start attacking people like that. 
Uh, see, he talked a lot about uh, storyline and stuff like that, particularly uh, Chandru's storyline, which uh, I thought was brilliantly built throughout the season. Um, he had, I'm going to talk a little bit uh, about it later, but he had, he had such a bad season, man. Like compared, especially compared to season seven, it was, it was rough to watch uh, him go through it. Um, even though I despise his character and was happy to see him floundering. Uh, it was still hard to watch how he, he had this like meteoric rise throughout season uh, seven and then just plummeted back down to earth in season eight. Uh, let's see, he talked, uh, he announced what the undercard was going to be at this point and uh, for the pay per view, which now everybody should know it's going to be Video Drew and Claudia Dolph versus the Wild Berries. That's going to be a hell of a match, and we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, at the end of the show. Uh, Griffin Newman, uh, he addressed this. There was a big rumor that Griffin wasn't going to be coming back. He is absolutely coming back. Uh, this coming season, so it's going to be uh, fantastic. I'm excited to see. I mean, we saw what we, he did in season eight. If if he can replicate that and, and go even farther, whoo we man, we're in for for a treat when it comes to Griffey Noons. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Star Wars is going to be less focused on you know uh, with the digital stuff. Christian kind of leaned a bit more into it because he kind of could. Um, and he was just trying to give people content, keep people, you know, occupied, keep people satisfied, but he's going to scale it back a bit. Hopefully not as much as has been in the past where we get like two to three matches a year, which was ridiculous. Uh, so hopefully we'll get, you know, a decent amount, maybe a tournament and a few other matches here and there. Um, I, I don't want it to be completely just shafted because there's a lot of amazing players who deserve the time to play. Uh, I'd love to see the return of like the five-way Star Wars matches that we used to get back when it started. Those were always fun, and it allowed more competitors a chance to shine. We got to see more people, a larger array of people in both Star Wars and Intergeekdom that did these, and I really hope that we get to see them uh, return. Uh, and then he talked about how the factions are going to be scaled back uh, quite a bit. Stakes aren't going to be as high. Uh, you know, it won't be as important. It won't be like the sole focus of the league uh, going into this season, which I, I'm, I'm happy. I, I'm glad that we're going to still have the have the stuff, have the faction stuff. But it'll also open up the ability to have other things to happen, other types of matches and, and other fun stuff go on. So I, I am excited for that. But he didn't really dive into like how it all how it's all going to work or anything. So. Hopefully we'll get that soon. Maybe that's what the announcement will be. Maybe it'll, who knows? We'll see. Um, the the whole faction thing is the the biggest question mark, I think, for season nine, uh, for the reboot season. So hopefully we'll get some some good answers about that. All right. So then, over the past week, we've gotten a series of announcements every day. Uh, you know, a manager has come has posted a new video on the YouTube channel making announcements, uh, various things happening, okay? And it started off with Sam Levine, the usual suspects. Had no idea what this was going to be. It's like, okay, maybe he's going to announce his team. Who knows what's going to happen? But unfortunately, uh, it, it was not him announcing the team. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Sam Levine is officially retiring again. Uh, disbanding the usual suspects, and he is he is done. He's he's a busy guy. 
Got a lot of projects going on in his personal and professional life. He's getting married uh, this year to Rachel Cushing. And so he's got a lot on his plate. And he said himself he does not want to half-ass uh, you know, his job as a manager. So he he's hanging it up. And that's unfortunate. You know, I, I loved him as a player back in the day. And I loved when he came back and became a manager. He was the commissioner for, for a time at, at one point. But uh, he was great as as a uh, as a manager. I loved him uh, leading the usual suspects. But unfortunately, his time is now done. Um, I don't know. I don't know how what we're gonna have for factions when everything's all kind of shakes out for this season. Right now, we're down to seven. Um, if, are we gonna add uh, a faction? Are we gonna have more factions? Uh, you know, are we gonna have like ten factions? Since it's all smaller, anyways, since they're all five-person factions, they could. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right, then we got an announcement from Koi, Koi Jandrew, and the Quirky Mercs. He revealed his faction. Uh, we're getting Shazam, which is you know William Bibiani and Brendan Meyer, of course. You know the the team champs. He's not going to get rid of them. The greatest fucking team in the Schmodown right now, uh, and possibly the greatest team. Uh, the Schmodown has ever seen as well. Uh, also, Andrew DiMolanta will be on the team representing Star Wars. Uh, Brandon, uh, yeah, Brandon, now the Hornet, Hannah, for IG. And he uh, has made an offer to one Liz Shannon Miller for that final spot. We haven't heard back as to whether or not she's going to take up that offer. But that could be uh, an interesting pull. Will she will she uh, separate herself from Ethan? Um, I don't know. If she's on a faction, is she not allowed to team with Ethan? Again, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, so we haven't really been uh, told everything that we need to know about how the factions are going to work. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm intrigued if, if uh, Liz is going to actually take this offer. Um, I think she would be a good fit. I think it would be a good get for Koi. But uh, we, we're going to have to wait and find out. All right, the next one. Uh, ooh, this one this one was interesting. Um, it, it, it had an interesting proposal, and it had an interesting resolution that just happened today. And that's Kaiser and the Dungeon. Uh, so he made his announcement saying, okay, Kevin Smets, he's coming. Of course, the Smasher's coming back to the Dungeon. I mean, who... Nobody thought it was going to be any other way. Uh, Nikki DiMolanta will be repping Star Wars there. And then he made, he, he announced that he had made a deal with Christian Harloff and Jay Washington to, ha to get Ben Bateman and, and Dan Merle uh, the ability to get an early number one contender match. All they needed to do was to, to win one match under the dungeon and they would get a number one contenders match, which pretty damn good deal right you know you win one match and then boom you're right there one match away from a title shot it's it's a it's a hell of a deal um apparently ben and merle were about to split up so this kind of put a little a little kink in that ben had to think about it had to talk to dan about it okay so a few days later which happens to be today we got a new video that was uh, posted called Ben Bateman's Dungeon Signing Ceremony. Uh, Kaiser was real confident 
you know, real confident that this was going to be uh, a thing that was going to happen. But Bateman comes on uh, with Kaiser and tells him that they're declining the offer. That's right. They are not going to return to the dungeon, even with the possibility of a number one contenders match. Uh, ben says he's going to be focusing on singles. And then he says that Dan is, quote unquote, doing his own thing. Not sure what that means. Uh, not sure if he's being courted by somebody else. Uh, but speaking of being courted by somebody else, Ben also dropped the news that he's been talking to another manager who has uh, made him quite a deal. We don't know who that is. Is it going to be uh, Winston? Is it going to be Kate? I'm kind of hoping maybe Roxy. You know, they have a little history together. That could be interesting. But uh, no matter what... Uh, I think it's a good get for whoever does pick up uh, Ben Bateman. Uh, and whatever's going to happen with Dan Merle, I mean, somebody better pick up Dan Merle. Like, unless he's going to not play much, I feel like there's no reason to not snatch him up. You know, and if they don't want to play together, then it's totally fine if they wind up on separate teams. All right. Then uh, we had got in uh, Gucci. Gucci and the Finstock Exchange did an announcement. What I find funny. So Gucci loves to talk. He's a talker. I mean, you even go back to uh, the Schmodown Awards. And when he was accepting his award for Faction of the Year, his, his acceptance speech was just so long. The funny thing about this is that his announcement was the shortest announcement of them all. And I'm not 100% sure why. But uh, uh, I was happy to see it was only like two and a half minutes long. But it felt like it was the longest one. I'm just saying. He made two and a half minutes feel like ten. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. But he all really all he did was announce the team. King Arthur, which is uh, uh, Griffey Nooms and King Khan. Uh, the Barbarian for uh, Inner Geekdom and probably a little bit uh, of singles if need be. Uh, and Gold Leader repping Star Wars. With the fifth to be announced, he has not. He says it's going to be a huge surprise. Maybe that'll be a Dan Merle, you know. Maybe he'll be coming over there, back over there. So uh, maybe he'll be getting Ben Bateman back. I don't know. Who knows? You know what I mean? It could be. It could be anybody. And uh, uh, but he says it's going to be a huge, huge surprise. So let's find. Let's see. Maybe he'll steal somebody from a different faction. We'll find out. Um, I'm excited for whatever come, come uh, comes out of this. Then we got Adam Witt. So we got a new faction starting, okay? The usual suspects are out. Adam Witt is starting his own faction. We saw him with the dungeon. He kind of was, was stepping in to be manager a lot uh, when it came to... Because Kaiser was out. Uh, do, he, he works like a producer, I believe, or something like that, or an editor. I'm not, honestly, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but he was working on a TV show. Um, I think he was in, like, Hawaii. And so he was gone for a lot. So Adam Witt had to step in for a bit. And so uh, I like the idea of him starting a faction. He's calling his faction the Fan Favorites. But he has no members yet. So uh, I don't know who he's going to get. I don't know if this is going to be, like, a... Like a like not the kind of faction that's going to be a force to reckon with. So maybe maybe it'll be like a Josh Makuga. Maybe the Wild Berries will be on this faction because they are fan favorites, you know. So uh, I think that could be a, a nice fit 
for for him. So uh, uh, I'm excited to see who he gets. Maybe he'll pull some surprises out and uh, and line up a, a real good uh, a real good uh, faction coming forward. All right, and then the last uh, faction announcement that we have gotten so far is Shannon and Corruption. Um, she did this this fun announcement promo with Emma Fife and Rachel Cushing. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. Are they going to be involved somehow? Are they going to be working with her? Um, you know, kind of in, in the in the in the background a little bit. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I I kind of hope so. I'd love to see. I know that Rachel was kind of working with Sam, the usual suspects kind of behind the scenes. So uh, I'd be totally down to see uh, these two uh, ladies working with Shannon in, in corruption. Uh, so she announced her team. It's going to be, of course, Marisol, you know, the, the singles champ, of course. It's going to be Mike, of course, the inner geekdom champ. Going to be chance, you know, to have so we have the team of corruption, Mike and Chance, still together, and she's bringing Laura Kelly back home to corruption for to represent Star Wars, and she said she's not sure if she's going to bring Adam Collins back. You know, she could bring him back, have a second team with Deception, but she says he hasn't really he he didn't really deserve it. He didn't earn it this past season. You know, he went from being the champ at the end of season seven to having a lackluster season, you know, didn't, you know, lost his title, didn't win the team's title, just had a lackluster season, uh, in season eight. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, who her fifth pick is going to be. If it's going to be Adam Collins, if it's going to be somebody else, if, uh, Marisol's just gonna, not going to be on teams anymore, or if she's going to wind up with a new teammate. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't, maybe Rachel Cushing will come back. How cool would that be? Team them up. Uh, I mean, it would be baller. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, and so we have not heard from three of the factions so far. Tomorrow, they have already put up. Um, uh, it's 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 already up there and waiting um, for the for the the video. It's going to be Winston and Swag. So we know that's coming tomorrow. That's already up on the YouTube channel. Uh, the premiere is tomorrow. I think at five. Uh, five o'clock Eastern, I believe. Um, but we also have not heard from Kate in the Den or Roxy and the Stars. Um, I'm assuming those will come Thursday and Friday since they've been doing it one a day. And uh, since Saturday is the pay per view, it would make sense to get through all of them uh, before the pay per view happens. So I'm assuming Thursday and Friday will be Kate and Roxy. I don't know which order it'll be. But, uh, uh, of course, on next week's show, I will talk about whatever happens uh, on those. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming, I mean, I feel like Kate, Kate's could go anywhere, really. Um, I feel like she'll probably keep Saul around. Um, Thomas Harper, definitely. Uh, maybe she'll pick up somebody like a uh well no because if she's got Saul, she doesn't really need another ig uh she definitely needs like a good solid team uh, maybe she'll pick up like a dan merle or a ben bateman that would actually be great for her you know to have a heavy hitter like that you know i think that would be uh fantastic um and roxy uh same roxy needs some some help too i think if dan went say i think dan should go to the den 
Ben Bateman over to the Stars. I think that would be a good uh, a good split for that team and, and a good placement uh, as well. But we'll see. We'll see over the next couple of days uh, where they wind up going. Um, uh, and like I said, leading into the pay-per-view this Saturday, and speaking of that pay-per-view, we're going to talk a little bit about this, this pay-per-view, starting with the uh, first match, the opener, which is the Wild Berries versus Video Drew and Claudia Dolph. Uh I when he announced when Christian announced this, I was I was pretty stoked about it. You know, it's a it's a really interesting um, match. It's not like this heavy hitting like stake crazy stakes are on the line kind of match. It's going to be fun. Anytime the Wildberries have a match, it is fun, and I, that's why I'm so glad that they are back. Video Drew is has gotten has become a fantastic player. She was always like an interesting one to watch. Uh, always, I always enjoyed when she had a match, but she was always kind of like 50 50 on whether or not she was going to do well. But lately, like this past season, she's done incredibly well. So uh, I think there's a good chance, you know, Claudia Dolph, we don't know really. She's still kind of, of an, uh, an unknown uh, quantity when it comes to Shimoda. She's. Uh, I believe she's one in one, I think. Um, uh, and she hasn't really done all that well, really. Um, even the match that she, she won, I believe she beat Christy V if I'm not mistaken. Um, it wasn't the best, you know, it, it was not a great performance, I guess uh, you could say. Um, so I don't know uh, how she's going to fare here, but I'm excited to watch it. You know, uh, the Wild Berries are currently uh, as a team three and five. So who knows what's going to happen with them? They could win. You know, they could they could squeak it out. Josh Rakuga is famous for uh, lucking into a win here and there. Um, the, the the crazy thing when I was looking up their stats, I had not realized this. They're three and five, and all five of their losses are TKO losses. So when they lose, man, they lose hard. So are we going to have a TKO loss, or are we going to have a win? I don't know, man. It could it could really go either way. Um, and Video Drew has previously played and, and, and defeated Elliot Dewberry, um, in singles, and this is the only time that any of these players outside of like the Dewberry or the the Wildberries facing each other, um, it's the only time that any of them have faced one another. You know, uh, Video Drew and Makuga haven't gone uh, up against one another, and uh, Claudia Dolph hasn't gone up against either of them. And so, there there's a little bit of uh, of an edge there. You know, you got Video Drew having having actually beaten one of them and has been having a good had a real good season. So, what could happen? Will will things balance out? I don't know. I'm just hoping for a, a great match, and no matter what, I know it's going to be a fun match. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be good, um, but it's not going to be nearly as good as this as this main event. Kevin Smets versus Chandru the Chosen number three. This is the rubber match, folks. They're one and one against each other. Who's going to come out on top? Who is going to be the true? inner geekdom player between the two you know who's who's gonna succeed who's gonna climb that mountain and say uh-uh guy 
you're you, you're gonna wait your turn i'm hoping that it's kevin smets all right uh i got a little bit of stats here kevin smets is six and two uh in inner geekdom with one title win chandrew is seven and four with one title win and one defense um now to smets's you know uh credit he wound up having to take you know an entire year off because of the cancer and everything so but here's the thing will he be rusty kevin has only played one match in the last almost two and a half years yeah it was the end of 2019 up until now he's played one match and it was the match where he lost his title and so will he will he be rusty maybe um i'm hoping not he might come in guns blazing and just smoke Chandru out and give him and he might not even get a chance who knows um it could go either way when it comes to that uh i mean he he battled cancer and kicked cancer's ass so you know if he can do that i think he can he can fucking do anything man it's kevin fucking smets for crying out loud he can do it i know he can and then we get to Chandru. And the, the real question is, can Chandru pull himself together after that crap fest of a year he had last year? Uh, he went one and two last year. Uh, and he he had an undefeated season in 2020 during season seven. Un, he went undefeated. Um, he was three and one in 2019 until he got to spectacular. And wound up uh, losing to Kevin Smets uh, that year at Spectacular. Then uh, he came into 2020 just on fire. So went three and zero, won the title, and defended the title. Um, and then in, in 2021 came around, and he just kind of lost it all. He lost the title right away. Uh, he did pick up a win. I think it was against uh, Robert Parker in the middle of the season, then lost again and just kind of just really just fizzled. He had like a, had like a breakdown essentially character wise, at least. Um, and, and it just, it, everything, he, he just lost everything, you know? So will this be his redemption story? I don't know. Um, even if he loses this match, he could still have that redemption. You know, he could still go through the season and, and it, other than the Kevin Smets match, he could go through the season undefeated really. You know what I mean? Um, they both can. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm sure that this won't be the last time we see them face each other this year. I wouldn't. If they if they can both turn things around, I think that uh, this is going to be this is going to be a feud for the ages. Um, and I'm really hoping that being back in studio and everything is going to relight fires for everybody. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited. That's that's the the pay per view. I don't know what his what Christian's announcement is going to be. Um, it, Hopefully some big stuff. We're going to finally see this studio. Uh, I'm really, really excited for season nine, for the reboot season of, of, of the movie Trivia Shmodan. It's going to be fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about all I've got for this episode. I know it was a short one, but next week we're going to be talking about this pay-per-view. We're going to be breaking down uh, everything that went on uh, at the pay-per-view. So join me next Tuesday at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, six o'clock Pacific time uh, for those of you on that coast. Uh, ch- pre- be sure to join me. I'm going to be breaking down this pay per view. It's going to be uh, a good, a good time. 
I'm so excited. And I'll also be talking about um, any other announcements that uh, drop uh, over the next week. So, uh, yeah. Thank you guys again for joining me. Be sure to check me out on Twitter at MovieBlogMerc. You can see it right down. Where is it? Right down there uh, at the bottom of the screen at MovieBlogMerc. That is the Twitter handle for my page, Merc with a Movie Blog. If you're watching this on YouTube, you are uh, on the Merc with a Movie Blog YouTube channel. Please be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, just like Kevin Smets. Smash that shit uh, and hit that little bell so you always are notified whenever I drop a brand new video. If you are listening on uh, you know any of the various audio platforms, whether it be Anchor, uh, you can leave an anchor.fm slash movieblogmerc. You can leave a uh, voice message. Uh, I can, I'll play it on air. Uh, if you have a question about any of the shows, whether it be this, any of them, I'll play it on the respective shows. Uh, and if you uh, are listening on like Apple or Spotify, you can do uh, a five-star review if you like what you're listening to. And I will read them out on air as well. I do that on uh, one of my other shows, Last Call at McLaren's, uh, that I do uh, with my buddy John. That's a How, How I Met Your Mother podcast. So check that out as well. All right, folks. I think that's it. Once again, uh, follow me on Twitter at MovieBlogMerc. And uh, as always, keep watching movies. Catch you guys next time.